How can we grow thriving, creative businesses without constantly hustling, sacrificing our mind, body, and creativity, or living a life where the fear of where the next client or customer will come from keeps us up at night or disconnected from our family, friends, and passions? This show is going to answer those questions. My name is Naftali Roberts, and I specialize in helping true creatives like yourself grow simple, strategic, and thriving creative businesses. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump on in. Hey, friends. Today, we're going to talk about creativity and depression, and I want to just stay at the beginning of this episode, that this topic can trigger some people. Whether you have had your own journey with depression or have been connected to family members or friends who have suffered from depression or committed suicide, this topic brings with it a lot of questions and feelings. So I just wanted to stay at the front end of this episode that we are here for you and we want you to know that creativity and depression is something we are aware of and we recognize. And so in light of that, we here at the Thriving Creative Podcast want to talk about it, but we want to do that in a way where we make sure you know that you are safe, you are safe to dive into this, and safe to explore the questions that you may have about the connection between creativity and depression, and whether it is just going to always be this way, or if there is a path through or alongside of depression that doesn't lead to you feeling debilitated at times or hopeless in a way that makes you consider ending your own life. So I just wanted to say that at the front end because I know that this topic can feel a little more heavy than some of the things we generally talk about here on the podcast. But Because I read two different posts online the other day that just made me feel and made me feel like this is a topic that I know from my own personal experience and interaction with depression in my own life and family members life, but as well as my professional background and my other business of being a therapist and walking alongside so many different humans that have questions about the connection between creativity and depression that I knew we had to talk about it, but I also wanted to make sure that we had set up a really safe space. So let me tell you a little bit about those two posts that I saw online the other day that it just, it solidified. I've had this topic on my list of topics for a while and I'll be honest, it's an uncomfortable one because I know it can bring up a lot for y'all. And so I kept avoiding doing it, but I saw these posts and I was just like, yeah, I can't 
ignore this anymore. Our community of thriving creatives, we need to sit with this topic because it's real and it can't be ignored. So one of the posts was a creative just like you or I talking about their life and equating the patterns that they were noticing in their life to a lack of creative spark. And as I read the person's posts and the comments that keep going on in this post, what kept going through my mind was, um, this sounds like depression. This sounds like it's a different thing than just those periods of lack of creativity or lack of creative spark. One of the things that kind of drives me bananas in our field is that when we as a creative community at times can minimize others' sadness or our own sadness and pain and hopelessness, and we can boil it down and we can call it a lack of creative spark. Creative spark is a biological thing, and it actually our brain ebbs and flows in terms of how much creativity we might have in a moment, but that is different than depression. And so because of that, I just wanted to like flesh out today, what are those bigger questions that when you start to notice lack of energy and when you start to notice those shifts in yourself and your patterns and how you're showing up in the world and how you're relating and thinking within yourself and relating to others, how can you know, is this different than just a lack of creative spark. The other post that I saw that it's not the first one, but it just, it just hit me in my gut was this artist talking about their internal debate about seeking help because they knew that the pain in their life was driving their creativity. They knew that it was impacting how they showed up in the world and then how they made money And they wondered, I was so proud of them for wondering this out loud because I think this is a question that many can have. If I get help, if I feel better or stable, will my art, will my creativity, will the way that I show up in the world change? And will I stop making money because I can't propel myself forward in the way that I've been doing because the pain won't be there as much. And my friends, I just want to acknowledge that's a real question, but I want to say that that question is driven by a belief that just isn't true. A life that depression has been addressed in isn't a life free of pain. It is a life in which You can, with resiliency and flexibility, cope when the pain happens. It's a life in which when the darkness comes, you have strategies to sit with and move through and forward. That is where the work in depression happens. It's not a life free of pain. So if you've ever asked yourself that question, I just want to remind you that no matter what level of help or support or therapy or psychotropic drugs, et cetera, et cetera, that you might choose to 
explore, life's still going to have crap in it. So if that's what drives your art, it's still going to be there. So as we dive in even further to this topic today, I really want to clarify that even though I am a trained mental health professional, as well as a business coach and strategist for creatives, today's episode, I'm not giving you clinical advice. At this end of this episode, if you start to realize and recognize that you would benefit from professional help, I'm going to encourage you to seek professional advice and help. And we're going to give you a few different places you can do that and how you can see that for yourself. But that is not what this episode is about today. Today, it is about recognizing that there is a difference between depression and creative spark, recognizing how you can tell that. And if there is a life that is possible, that is full of creativity and free of depression. And it is a episode where we sit in community with other people that have gone through a similar journey as us and explore and understand what depression and creativity look like when they are living within the same person. This question of the connection between depression and creativity is a question that's been asked for a really long time. If we look back to Aristotle, we find quotes from him that talk about why is it that all men who are outstanding at philosophy and poetry and the art so melancholy, basically that was the word back then for depression, also finding him saying that no great genius has ever existed without a strain of madness. So for a very long time, there's been this kind of understanding or belief that without mental illness or without depression or without anxiety, there will be no great art or science that happen. So today I want to explore three questions. One, is there an actual link, scientific link, you know me and my science, between creativity and depression? Two, how to tell if you are lacking creative spark or if really what you're dealing with is depression, anxiety, etc. right now? And three, if you start to recognize that you are depressed or anxious, how can you use your creativity in a way that really, really allows you to use it as you learn to be resilient and flexible in light of that going on in your life. So let's look at the question, is there a link between creativity and depression? Research has been looking into this for quite some time. And at this point, what we have found those people that do research and like to study it is that there is a strong correlation between the two, which means that we see there is a lot of depression in people that are creative, but that does not mean that there is a causation. And in so far, when they've looked into the neuroscience of it and the biological background to it, it seems to point to two things. One, 
Depression is prevalent whether you're creative or not. And I think because creatives tend to highlight it in the work that they do, they talk about it, and it can be seen as the thing that drives them, we as a society maybe notice it more and therefore talk about it and therefore point out that correlation. But let's just be honest, there are depressed and anxious people in every personality type, every profession, every path. So there isn't necessarily a strong level of increased depression if you are someone within a creative field. Now, there is, and I want to walk carefully in this, an increased rate of suicide in creative types compared to the general population. So far, researchers have not found exact science as to why that might be. One of the hypotheses that keeps coming up, and it's hard to get data points on this, is that creatives and how traditional creative life is lived is often filled with hustle and burnout and that patterns and paths can really intensify the effect of depression on one's functioning in life. And so that there may be a similar level across society of depression, but the path and the patterns and the sleep deprivation and the poor eating and the drugs and the alcohol that can come often within the creative path for some that choose to participate in that particular way of living creativity can point to an increased impact of that depression on their life and their ability to choose life when they are biologically depressed. One of the reasons that I really am passionate about us being thriving creatives and us as a community and as a movement focusing on this hustle-free lifestyle is that I am tired of watching creatives around me burn out, burn out their families, burn out their minds, and effectively at times choose not to live anymore because they're just so tired. It's part of the reason that I have this podcast and it's definitely part of the reason that I have committed to every single month coaching and doing strategy with creatives so that they don't live that life, so that they have a business and a process set up for that business so that if they have a depressive episode, if they have a time where depression hits because it's biological, they actually don't have to push through it, but they can pause and cope and still be making money without anxiety. That's the mission. That's the kind of crux of what we do here. So my friends, how, if you've been feeling off lately, if you are looking around and you're going, I'm just not feeling inspired. I'm feeling really hopeless. The things that I used to like, I no longer feel joy in. I've been feeling more angry and I just, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And usually when you throw that question out, you mean this creative life or 
the freelance thing that you've been doing, but maybe when you're honest with yourself and you're laying in bed, maybe what you really know you're asking is, is you don't know if you can feel this way anymore. You don't know if you can not feel anything anymore. And how do you tell if that is just you're not feeling inspired or how can you tell if it is something deeper? So I'm going to encourage you to look at three different places to look when you're asking yourself that question. And the first one is if you're even asking yourself that question, I'm going to encourage you to go talk to someone that is a professional. Now, someday we will do another episode on all the mindset junk we all can easily carry around this idea of going and getting professional help. There can be fear around, they'll tell me something's wrong with me, or there can be fear around, what if they tell me I need to take medication and I don't want to? And all I'm going to say here is, I hear you, I feel you, and those are normal questions. No one can make you do anything. So the point of going to talk to someone that is a professional is that they are going to be able to take an outside perspective that you don't have. You're in your gunk. This feeling that you've had, maybe something you've had since childhood, maybe it's had been something that you've had since young adulthood and you are later in life now. You don't have the perspective that someone outside your life has. And so talking to a professional just gives you a container to parse it out, to ask, is this creative spark or is there something deeper going on here? Am I facing right now a time of depression, a time of anxiety that is affecting a lot of different places in my life and I can get help for? Is this something that just isn't is? It's just that natural ebb and flow of creativity or is it something more? Then I want you to look at really what are those symptoms? What are those places that you're noticing offness? I want you to write it down. I think it's easy for us to minimize them in our mind. Oh, it's not that bad. It's not that much. But when we as humans write something down and we start to see it in a list, there's an impact in that. If you can say, oh, I used to really love going out and hearing live music and now it's just too much. And I used to be able to get a no on a gig, but know and believe that something else was out there and possible. And now when it happens, I climb in bed and I stay there for a couple of days because I just am not sure that I can do this anymore. Or maybe when you're stressed, you find yourself yelling at your family in a way that you never imagined doing. Maybe you're sleeping a lot and you need to be sleeping less. Maybe you're sleeping not hardly at all. Or when you wake up at night, there's no chance that you'll ever you'll fall back asleep until the next night again. What are those symptoms? Write them out. Yes, you're not a medical professional, but you know what's going on. Take a moment, write it out. If it's just creative spark, my friends, what you're going to see is what The things that are written out are often going to be like, I'm having a hard time coming up with ideas for my work or my, the things that used to come easy in that space. And we're going to have a whole episode about this coming up, but there's some ways to really build in free creativity or 
free playfulness that is going to really help when you are lacking inspiration and creativity. But if what you've written down really is all about inspiration and remembering why you've loved this, and there isn't a lot of these other things that I'm going to list out, then I would venture to guess that possibly what you're dealing with is a lack of creative spark. But if you're looking at your list and you're seeing a lot of things around sleep and eating and relationships and ability to function or really get out of bed or everything taking longer and memory being gone or your distraction levels being high or forgetting a lot, then those things are signs of depression and anxiety. And yes, I don't want you to diagnose yourself, but I want you to go talk to a professional because when the list starts to get a little longer, my friends, let's be honest, so many of us have felt depressed. I've had seasons of depression and I've needed to go talk to someone and needed to get some additional support. I've talked to a lot of you who have felt depression before. I've talked to a lot of you who've gotten so far down that rabbit hole and have wondered if they were going to keep choosing life. And I want life for you. You bring beauty and worth and value to this world just by your presence. Let's fight for that together. So yeah, that was that list of symptoms. We've looked at just this idea of getting professional advice and then just really looking like, okay, so you have that list of things that you've written out and asking yourself, how is this affecting me? Where am I in my life and my relationships compared to when I don't feel like this? Is this impacting me in a way that is noticeable? If so, let's ask questions. Let's seek help. Because no, just because you're creative doesn't mean you have to be depressed. It doesn't mean that it is inevitable. But my friends, many of us have depression at times. Many of us have anxiety at times, and it's not what makes us good at what we do. In fact, I was just reading something today as I prepared for this episode. One of the things we're starting to notice within the field of creativity and depression and mental health is that those creatives that go and seek help, even though they're scared and maybe they're believing that their art and their creativity will be impacted. They are the creatives that win Nobel Peace Prizes later for their ideas and their insight and their innovation. They are the people that get noticed and recognized for new and exciting ways that they have impacted the world through the beauty that they've brought or the questions they have asked. So all of us have potential to be depressed. That's just part of being a human. But my friends, if we can look at the symptoms and the impact and we can allow ourselves to ask those questions and we can ask those questions with someone that is outside of ourselves and trained to look into these things and trained to support us, then we have much higher ability to actually create and thrive. 
So as you've sat here, if you've started to just wonder, okay, maybe I am feeling depressed and I'm going to call someone today and I look at this, but what can I do with this? What, how can I use this person that I am, which is this creative, amazing human? And how can I use that in the times where depression is sitting next to me? Well, these are some of the ways that just came to mind as I sat here today. Write out your feelings, write out your thoughts, do it in a story, do it in a narrative, find a way to use that creativity to process and reprocess, relook at the things that have been driving you. Create a narrative where the main character is you but isn't you and you help them take a new and exciting mental journey, one that you've maybe never allowed yourself to take. Paint it out. Take those feelings, depict it, and then paint something else and show the transformation that you expect and know will happen. Dance it out when no one's looking. Feel the music. Allow your mind and your body to connect and free itself in a way that you haven't been able to lately. Try something new. My friends, if we are going to be thriving creatives, we have to be a community that is willing to acknowledge that some of us today are depressed and some of us today are anxious and some of us were last week or last month or last year and others will be in the future. And that depression and anxiety is part of of this creative life because it is part of life. It's part of so many of our journeys. So if you have questions, if you're like, I have been calling this a lack of creative spark, I've been calling it overwhelmed, but really what I experience is depression. And really what I experience is a question of whether I can keep going on, whether or not I can keep living. And I've had those questions. If those are things that you've experienced, if that is something you are experiencing right now, first of all, I want to say that, again, we are here with you. You are not alone. In the show notes below, I've listed out some resources. One, just some people you can call if right now, today, Day, you're having questions about life and if you can keep going. And then some other people who you can call to help you find the right person to talk this out with, to get another set of eyes and ears and thoughts in so that they can help you figure out the best support for you as you learn to be resilient in your depression, in your anxiety. I love you, friends. I want you to know that I am so glad that I got to have this conversation with you today. Go forth, feel, and know you are loved and thrive. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you for being a part of the movement that this show is built upon, which is liberating creatives and artists from their feast or famine cycle so that they become creatives who consistently make money doing what they love without the hustle, bustle, and burnout 
that has sadly become common for too many building creative businesses. You are amazing for going against the status quo and choosing to be a creative who is defined by thriving instead of how many things you have to do on your to-do list today. If you haven't joined the movement yet, simply review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share your review on Instagram stories. By sharing and reviewing, you are helping way more creatives learn it is possible to make consistent money doing what you love without having to constantly hustle and struggle. Together, we can change the landscape of being a creative and build the world we want for generations of creatives to come. You are such a huge part of what we are doing here, and I'm so grateful for you. I will talk to you soon. 